Yo, what's up, y'all? This is Mojo, and this is Soul Artistry Radio, quarantine edition. Uh, right now, we do not have Alejandra um, on this episode. She is out enjoying that sunshine. You know, she ain't got no fear, man, so she out there, but we're going to keep it rolling. Uh, so here it is, man. Um, I want to introduce a guy that, you know, um, we was in the trenches at SCAD, dude, and that's the Quintual Art uh, Program. Uh, and uh, he's definitely somebody I, I look up to and admire, man. Like you know, young young bull in the game, um, and uh, he he's created some dope stuff, like some children's books and like in his stories and like how he 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 looks at the world and he puts that in in his illustrations and things, um, and just like how profound he is, you know what I'm saying? And, like things he you know he's talked about, especially during the quarantine time and stuff. And so uh, I would like to introduce my man Jamal. AKA Crow Jones, man. Yo, what's good, y'all? How's it going? What's good? What's good, Mojo? Man, what's good, bro? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I see you out here, man. I see you out here, man. Like, you know, I always like seeing you hustle, man. So, uh, I definitely wanted to get a chance to just rap with you, man. Like, you know, you know, on the podcast. All right, bro. I appreciate you for having me, man. For real, it's an honor, man. Um, shit, bro. You know, we go, we go way back. Um, I've always we we inspire each other, man. It's, it's iron sharpening iron. So there it is, you know, dog. It's always what's been, bro. There it is, man. It's, you know, it's it's um you know, I, I think it's important to note, you know, you know, um we we both went to SCAD, you know, Savannah College of Art and Design, and we we decided to um, pursue our degrees in sequential art. So for everybody else that does not know what that means, that is the beautiful button up way of saying comic books. We literally went to school for comic books. Um, which which is which is kind of dope, right? Like you you know, um, so I, I want to ask you really quickly, man. Like, like what made you want to get into sequential art? Man, all right. So, all right. So, like, for, 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 so first off, I've been drawing since I was little, like small, small. Like my grandmother was like my. Um, I went to head start or whatever, so she pretty much taught me how to reading, writing, all that stuff. You know what I mean? Nice. So like she said, I've been drawing since I could hold a pencil. Wow. And when I had, when I went to, it was like, when I turned 12, I realized that that was a job. Like I would watch, you know, your, your Dragon Ball Z's your, um, or reading like Peanuts comics or like, you know, playing Sonic the Hedgehog. I realized that was a job. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm finna pursue that. And then I learned, I was like, yeah, I'm just gonna learn how to tell my own stories and all that. Mm-hmm. And my background, uh, like I grew up around a lot of like, um, I was great. I was raised in a Christian family, but I was also raised. My, my mother um, studied a lot of Islam, mm-hmm. and so I would go to. Specifically, I was like, you know, I would go to the Nation of Islam a lot of times, and that kind of shaped my mindset on how I go about creating and all that. Yeah, and um, instilled in me, they they always teach do for self or suffer the consequences. Mm-hmm. So my mindset was always like, I need to be doing something for self, and so I figured if I could make something for myself in animation, go from there. Mm-hmm. So fast forward. Go to SCAD in the animation department. Um, was not fucking with it, honestly. <laughs> uh, only because I was so fixated on tell, telling narratives. And I wasn't really... I taught myself how to animate before I went to SCAD. Like, I was in this other little program where I was making little shorts or whatever. Yeah. But um, that was all for me to be able to tell my stories. And when I felt like I wasn't really being able to do that right away, mm-hmm. I find myself disengaged and I wasn't doing as well so then I was like talking to different people like okay I was like either I'm finna figure this shit out on my own drop out or I need to find something that's gonna keep me afloat so I found uh, I found the sequential department that Mm -hmm. was like the happy medium because it was like 
I could still I'm drawing, but you're learning how to tell stories. Yeah. Even though I wasn't necessarily looking to do comics per se, mm. but I was still learning how to tell stories and my mind it was storyboarding, so yeah. You know, it just all worked around it. So uh long story short, yeah, that's how I <laughs> that's how I got into sequential. Duh, so that, that's actually that's actually really dope because like uh, I kind of went through that that same um, uh, transition, right? So when I came to SCAD, I was trying to do animation as well, dude. I was like, all right, animation is what I want to do. Like I thought that was telling stories, right? Like of course I grew up reading comic books too, but like you said, when you get into the like to an animation uh, program, right? For any anyone that's like out here that wants to. Um, pursue a major like and you know and in and, and no way shape or form we're like discrediting the animation program nah you know nah, not this at all nah yeah yeah we like it's, it's not it's not of course like like scat is just top top notch everything but it's just um when you are a student and you're trying to figure out your major and you go uh into a major that you think you want to do and you you start touching it you're like wow like okay like my animation was more of like I had to learn how to use Maya and make a bed look uh, like it was worn in. You know what I'm saying? Like, I did not want to do that, dude. Like, you know what I mean? Um, but the thing I started to see, and maybe you saw this too, I saw like how invested some of those animation students were, like in it, right? Like, they was like, dog, you see how this ball is bouncing off of this ground, yo? Like, or you see how like these, these, uh, like transitions of how like the walking, I like, they into it. I'm talking like they like, like stuck locked on S and T, bro. Yeah, yeah like, they was yeah. locked in and so. And I was like, man, I am definitely not there. I was like, I, I was, I was not there. You know what I mean? No, I was like, well, exactly. just like you said, you had to figure out a way to find a happy medium, and that's how I met uh, Dove, aka mm-hmm. the the Godfather. Um, Godfather, God. yeah, dude, uh, the Godfather of, of anatomy and just beast modeness. Uh, I met Larison. Like these are all professors, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> Larison, dog, and uh, rest in peace. You know, dog, it's kind of hard, man. But um, rest in peace, Tom Lyle, dude. Uh, yeah. Professor Lyle, like we, we, he couldn't even, we couldn't even say Professor Lyle because he, he, he said he didn't want to sound like a gym coach. Uh, right. <laughs> so you had to like, you had to like, kind of talk to him on that. Like he, he definitely demanded respect, but. Um, I think that for us, you know, um, that transition to, to storytelling really, I think that changed both of our lives, dude. Because I, I see a lot of what, you know, your beliefs, your your positive uh, affirmations, like how you think, you incorporate that into your your art and why you do it. You know what I'm saying? And like I I, I internally did that as well. You know what I mean? And um, so I wanted to ask you, man, like. We had this this moment, dog. It was me and you, man. Cause we had a bunch of times where it was just me and you, dog. Like we was in in them in them um, uh, in the. Uh, the field, bro. The field, dog. I'm talking like trenches, dog. Like I'm talking like it's scarce, like desert, dude. Like I'm talking like you got the Cintiq setup, dog. I got yeah. two. I got one going where I'm drawing, and the other one got like the music, or I got like something playing in the background. You on the other side, like with the with the with the coping markers, and we had other yeah, other beast mode people just. All the Beast Mode people was together, dog. Yeah. I remember... Gotta go, gotta go to Parkers and go grab something quick. You know what I mean? Yep, something, yep. Probably something that's terrible for you, but <laughs> get you through the night. Yeah, get you through it. Get you through, get you through them projects, dog. Um, yeah. And uh, 
But I remember, man, this was like finals, dude. And I, I, I think this was like when we were about to graduate. This was the last. This was, I think, this was around like uh, story, um, visual storytelling two. I think it was like it was like that last semester, dog. Because yeah. because Hamans was up. Hamans Hamans was up. Uh, and me and you, we looked at each other, dog. Because like it was, it had to be eight o'clock, and we had been in Hamans all night, dog. So we like literally was leaving. When classes was starting, dog, like, mm-hmm. and I remember you came to me, dog, and I, I was just shaking my head. I was like, dog, I was like, I, I just remember shaking my head, and you was like, yeah, man. He was like, it, it, I didn't even say nothing. You just said, what was some famous words you said, dog? I'm not, what was it? I said something along the lines of like, this is for the grown and sexy, or uh, no, no, no. You said, you said, you said, this is what you said. You said. Sequential art is not for the faint of heart, dog. Okay. That's yeah. what you said, dog. <laughs> Bro. It's so real, dude. Like, because and and like you said, with the grown the grown part, the that essence, dog, like you had to you had to do it, dog. Like and, and it was times you wanna be like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm yeah. done doing this. I remember I told Duncan I was uh, I remember one time I was about to goddamn not Duncan, I was about so, um, Dove, I was like, yo, I was, um, it was one of those moments where just like, I was just saying what was on my mind. Yeah. And I think he reversed psychology on me or whatever, because like, I said I wasn't sure if I was going to really, I was thinking about maybe moving or switching at some point. He was like, what did he say? He said something that was really challenging, like on some like, he said, hey man, if you feel like you want, that's how you feel, and I'm saying, um, you feel like you can't do it, Ooh. okay, to just bow out or whatever. And and Grant, I was struggling in his class because I was running late all the time because it was like it was AM and I, I just I never did good with AM period. Yeah. and I was in all the way across town. But anyway, um, he said that shit and I was like, I remember I, was, I walked out and I was like, yeah, yeah. and then I was like, like I'm, I'm working, I'm like, man, fuck all that, I ain't no bitch. You know? like, <laughs> uh, so <laughs> I followed through that being past that class, but yeah, he he, he I think and I realized later on I was like, I think he said that because he knew I was going. You, you know gonna come I mean? back either, either way He was like Hey you do what you gonna do But hey If you feel like you can't do it Then hey Some people just can't do it That's what he said like, Yeah dog Like What's <laughs> crazy dude Is like Lyle hit me with one of them before dog Like uh, Professor Lyle hit me with one of those um, Where Basically dude Like alright So one thing you're supposed to do You're supposed to have a sketchbook Right, you had to have a full sketchbook of certain things, uh, and that's not including all of the sequential art pages you had to draw, character designs, and all this kind of stuff. And so, I thought I was being smart by like uh, having like two big sketchbooks that I was like can like use both. You know what I'm saying yeah. for different classes. Uh, and the other other instance was I was doing a shadow on someone's face, and it was not accurate at all, dude. And he hit me with stop bullshitting. Like, he was like, put in the effort. Like, I know you're good enough. He's like, stop bullshitting, dude. And ever since then, dude, like, I never forgot that. And Larison, dog. Larison was like, this dialogue sucks, dog. Like, he tore my project apart in senior year, right? Yeah. Um, and he tore it apart. He was like, dude, like, this is so uh, cliche. The dialogue is trash. Like, all of this sucks, right? And But he knew... Just like like um, you know, Dove knew like we could take that to be like all right, yeah. like I gotta step it up. You know what I'm saying? 
So let's fast forward to graduating from SCAB and um, like kind of like what you're doing right now. You know what I mean? Like you've been uh, working on your story. So kind of talk about your story, where it came from and uh, what it means to you. Okay, let me see if I can say this as uh, succinctly as possible. Okay, so like it's evolved a lot. So um, it all started, well, it all started with this character named Ami, right? Um, he's a little koala who lives on this island far off at sea. And the idea was that he was inspired by uh, seeing birds come and go from the island. He would wonder where they would go because he lives in a small town. So like not a lot of people really leave, leave like that. And so one day he meets this, um, he has a dream that he gets interpreted by uh, a fortune teller who pops up out of nowhere. And she basically is like, hey, bro, you look for, um, I feel like you look for something that's not here. Mm. So you should go out there and do that thing you've always wanted to do. Be like the birds you admire, basically. Yeah. And so that uh, leads into a domino effect of him meeting this uh, a bunny named Sinai, uh, Sinai Sunshine, who's looking for this tower that's made out of gold. And along, so they decide to pair up because they feel like they both are essentially looking for the same things. Mm-hmm. And um, this leads to them being pursued by these uh, wizards of sorts who want to prevent them from finding this tower. And so from there, that leads to a whole barrage of like uh, other stories. Um, it's kind of like the narratives, the, the perspectives of the characters shift a lot. So, you know, it goes from Ami, then it goes to another character named Jerry who has a totally different background mm-hmm. and it's just a organic world and so the, the name of the overarching series is called a planet called mercury mm-hmm. and um it just pretty much shifts around so it's like what's the best thing i can think of think like my homeboy said it's like now <laughs> what the fuck that nigga said <laughs> oh, you, <laughs> you said it was like you talking about the way i want to visualize it okay it's like um naturally National Geographic's but animation, basically. Okay, In a sense of um, the, how it's framed, but I'm getting ahead of myself. This is all going to lead into an animated series. So the series will be called um, A Planet Called Mercury, and each character is an arc within that narrative. Okay. I was like... New York, that, bro. New York, yeah, that's right, that's right. You in New York. Oh, the quarantine crazy out there. We'll, we'll get to that. We'll... Yeah, we'll get to that. Um, I swear, but even then, honestly, bro, this is like New York 24-7. You know, you would think it was Grand Theft Auto out here. <laughs> well, it is technically speaking, but... Right, um, right, anyway. right. Okay, okay. Darrell, my bad, bro. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nah, All so, right. Um, okay. So now, um, it's going to be like it's an animated series, basically. Okay. And so the idea is that they all rotate around with different characters and different perspectives and things of that nature, and it's all leading up to one big thing. So mm-hmm. in many ways, you know, like the MCU, you know what I mean, with Marvel and all that, where how they're able to have all those different storylines and they all connect to a bigger thing, basically. Yeah. Um, that was always what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I pulled back from it for a really long time. I remember when we graduated, like 2015 or whatever, right? I was like, your boy was burnt out entirely. I didn't even want to draw at all, period. You know what I mean? I knew I, I still had the ambition for my stories, but I was so burnt out, bro. And um, I remember it took me like, I had to do a bunch of other little things to kind of get me, to gear me back up into getting into me actually drawing and all that. Yeah. So 
And even then, I was like, yeah, you know, I, I went to scan like, yo, I'm gonna do animation. I'm gonna, it's gonna be like this. I'm gonna have a studio. I'm gonna have this and that, right? Mm-hmm. By the time I was done, I was like, yo, bro, you made it. You finally did it. And I was like, you ain't set none of that shit up. Like, you mm-hmm. don't have no team. You got no bread. You only ain't got no scripts and nothing like that. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I ain't have anything. I have no pre-production of that, right? Mm-hmm. And I remember I was reaching out to different folks and then realizing how much of a grip it was just to get a couple seconds done. Yeah. So I was, uh, I was kind of blown, man, and just kind of, and then talking to people at, um, I know a lot of people at uh, Cartoon Network or whatever up in Atlanta, mm-hmm. and I, I gained some mentors off of that too, thank God, but like, you know, when I talked to them, they'd be like, yo, this is, uh, I mean, we hear what you're trying to do, but you either got to get it popping on your own or work your way up through the pipeline, and I've always struggled with that because I'm like... I didn't want to get distracted with well, with Lars. I didn't know what I would do at Cartoon Network, quite frankly, at any of the studios because I uh, I draw, but I'm also a writer, and it also varies, and my priorities are very, you know. Mm-hmm. So I said, "Fuck it, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna work towards my own shit." And my mom was like, "Oh, bro, I think you should probably put a book out first. Maybe do books because then that actually leads into animation anyway." Absolutely. And I'm like, "Yeah." Every- most things is that most things are adapted from literature, so I right, bet. Mm-hmm. So I spent like a year and a half, some change, like putting together my first book, mm-hmm. and it was called that, that was Army of Orange Harvest. So that was about that whole you know him leaving the island thing, mm-hmm. and uh, it was really a fun time doing it because every you know the hype was there. I was using social media to my best abilities. I started drawing people and my style in that, so they'd be involved in the world. So like. Like Mojo, if I drew you, you know, it would be like I don't know, probably like a lion of sorts. So you would be a member, you'd be in that world. You know what I'm saying? So it's like to make it all the more immersive. Um, so I put the book out. It did pretty, it did I? Right, you know what I mean? It did pretty well. I would yeah. do it at shows and shit like that. Yeah. And um, I felt, but then I started doing the next one, and I was like, I got, I got stumped. I'm gonna hold you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, this ain't hitting like it was supposed to. And I went through so many phases of, I'm going to tell the whole story like this. I'm going to do multiple books. Da, 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 da. And it just was, the process was just kind of stumbling a little bit. And I talked to my mom about it. And she was like, well, honestly, bro, I feel like, goddamn, you need to, you really need to get back and try to do animation because your stuff was always meant to be animation. It's always what you wanted to do. Mm-hmm. You never, you was never, you was never really doing books like that anyway. You never really, that was never your desire. And right, man, uh, I was apprehensive though, bro. But it took maybe a little year ago for me to kind of get to that place to be like, you know, what I can do that shit. Um, yeah, I feel like that in and of itself is another thing. So we'll, we can, <laughs> I think we should break it up and then we'll get. Yeah. 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 And, and that's, that's you know did that, did I get, did I get everything yeah sense? man because I I think that you know a, a lot of people that you know um, like listen to our, our podcast are people who you know like have 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 the talent and then like they 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 knocking out stuff and it's like all right what's the next move like what what do I do next and and and, and to be honest like we all are like that right like I I, I even I'm hitting that you know what I'm saying like. Uh, like hitting things that like man I really want to do something different uh, not necessarily like changing everything I'm doing but uh, ultimately being like alright what can I do during this time so and I think what, what you did with that children's book man like like I said man like like you did cause you did you drew like J. Cole you drew like um um 
Big Crit, you was doing like uh, Kendrick Lamar, like you did all these different characters and then you was making shirts and then at some point like these people had the shirt, right? Like Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like and 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 that was during the time you was making the book, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and and it seemed like you was like having fun doing that, you know what I'm saying? Like like really like enjoying that time, you know what I'm saying? And uh and, and just like like what your mom was saying cuz I I've, I've heard that in the industry as well, dude, like um a lot of it like a lot of the animation part if you're not an animator things like that, like they definitely are looking at the literary part and, and seeing if it's already established already. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. And so like that that was something that, you know, I thought about so much and that that's what ultimately um made me veer from comic books to trying like fine art first you know what i'm saying because you know when i first started and i was like trying to do comics do like you either a like you had to know an editor you had to at least know a couple of editors dog uh to at least kind of steer you in the right direction and be like what were some things you can make um to to actually get your foot in the door to be in their rolodex you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. Um, number two is like when you first start, that page rate is low, dog. So you're doing a lot of work for not a lot of pay. You know what I'm saying? And then, um, or you had to like already have a team, right? You had to have a letter, like a writer. I had to have a, a illustrator and colorist or whatever. Or the illustrator did everything, you know. And you had yeah. to have it already done. You know what I'm saying? To actually pitch it. You know what I'm saying? So um, for me, dude, like. You know, like you said, when, when when we graduated, like when I graduated, man, like the first thing I tried to do was like I tried to do comic pages, right? Like I was like, all right, well, I'm already on this this um this like leg, you know what I'm saying? Like maybe I should kind of do it, but then like I was trying it and I had a blog for a minute, dude, and I was trying to like, do like how tos and stuff, and it was not popping, dog. It was not popping. Like maybe two people read my stuff, dog. Like uh, you know, um. And I like kind of stopped, you know what I mean? I was like, man, this, this ain't working, you know what I mean? And I think a lot of entrepreneurs go through that phase where we, you kind of see it not happening instantly, like in the yeah. first month, first two months, even six months, even a year, and like completely sticking to it, you know what I'm saying? Whether it work or not to actually see if it works, you know what I'm saying? Um, and like, I was definitely, that happened to me, I quit. You know what I'm saying? I was like, man, I don't want to do comics. like. Uh, I really don't like doing this. Like I like I like to draw and stuff like that. Uh, but then again, I was like I wanted to try to do commissions, and it, it, it was it was crazy. Like it was a crazy time, you know. And I think, you know, with this quarantine, you know, atmosphere that everybody's in, I feel like it's it's almost like a genesis, dude. Like I feel like it's like a, a new beginning, and it's like right. it's, so, something something's happening. Like you know, I talked to Alejandra about this because she feels that way too. She like maybe it's like pushing out the old and bringing in the new like of how things should yeah. be happening you know um yeah. and, and, and I mean you talked about that you were saying like just basically going back to the root you know what I mean yeah. so yeah yeah word yeah bro that's the time bro that that was a great segue by the way um yeah. the um yeah. <laughs> the timing of all this is crazy cause like mm-hmm. I was uh, so when I hit I turned 28 last September right mm-hmm. and my, I was talking to my mentor up in um, Brooklyn and he was like, yo, so what are your plans for 28? What does that look like to you? Yada, yada, yada. And I told him about all the little books and stuff that I had planned, like the whole series, because it was going to be a big, like a bunch of volumes and yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Um, he was like, and he was all, he would always say this to me, bro, but he'd be like, he's like, bro, why do you feel like you got to do everything, man? Yeah. He's like, why do you, 
why you have to be this dude who's doing every single aspect of things. He's like, you know, he was like, you gotta start. He told me I gotta start thinking about my mortality more. One, mm. and two, he was like, uh, you almost thirty, nigga. You know, yeah. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> but he was also like, but you only almost thirty though. Yeah, that kind of thing. But he was like, um, yeah, bro, you gotta start working smarter, not harder, man. And um, again, heard that many a times, but. It just kind of clicked in that moment. Mm-hmm. And I really just started thinking, man. I was like, working smart, not harder. So I was like, I told you, I to talk to my mom about it. And mm-hmm. she was like, yo, bro, what if it really is just that simple? Yeah. Like, you know, what if it really is just that simple? Just look like the animation stuff. And I was talking about all the hurdles and the gatekeepers and yada, yada, yada. And she's like, yeah. bro, what if it really is just that simple? Mm-hmm. And so the concept, the simplicity just kind of kept rotating in my brain. I was like, so you telling me all I got to do is just have the vision that's all that that matters you know so i was like well i ain't got, I ain't got nothing else to lose so i was like fuck it so like yeah that just led me down this domino effect of really attacking my goals and that like i was no longer concerned about doing books or comics or animation i literally was like well what what really matters to me mm-hmm. which is the stories yeah so i spent like three four five months man just like locked in on storytelling yeah. just like Figuring out the stories I want to tell, figuring out that world, man, and just like constantly doing it. I ne- I haven't been that happy in like a long time. Wow. Only because I, I got to the simple root of it, and then I picked up uh, the way of uh, the way of the superior man, mm-hmm. and that talks about um, you know a man's purpose is probably the most important thing. It actually drives a lot of what we do, and it enriches enriches all of our relationships and life itself so it's like when you know your purpose and you lock in on that mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying you really you're in your bag and so everything else is kind of materializes from there so the more I did that bro when I went when I did that the animation stuff started making more sense I was getting confirmation from areas I wasn't even looking or expecting yeah my homies happened to be connected with people that I look up to yeah. And they confirm me on stuff like, bro, this shit is actually simpler than simpler than you think. It was just attraction. Yeah. It was only because I simplified. I stopped being so hard on myself. So I'm like, you got to animate, you got to produce, and blah, blah, blah. It was what, it was like, bro, what matters is that you tell your story, and the story will better connect with everything else around you. So when I simplified, shit started manifesting, bro. Yeah. And, uh, now that the quarantine, quarantine shit's been going on, this has forced me to lock in even more because what the fuck I'm gonna go be distracted. Yeah. I turn, you know, you, you know how I am. I dance a lot. I yep. turn up a lot. So. Yeah, you, you be going to the parties and like, <laughs> yeah. like, 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 just big hip hop head. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, hip hop head. Yeah. yeah. So all I got now is I'm boxed in. So I see this as a shit, bro. Like when I heard Izzy lost stock, I was like, Yeah. Oh, oh, I see what's happening. There's a shift happening now. Yep. Let me get my stuff together. So I'm working on a pitch deck right now. Yep. So like, let me get that together. Let me start getting animation going. So I did an outline for that. And now I'm looking for storyboarders and all that. Yeah. Don't know how I'm going to make it happen. This shit happen. Um, remember Jonas? Yeah, I remember Jonas. Yeah, yeah. Right. Jonas is um, helping me with this as well. Um, nice. And just, it's just materializing. But I see this time as like, nah, man. I know a lot of janky shit's happening right now. Yeah. It's scary. But yeah. one, I know God... God, it's amazing what God allows to happen simply because you just don't know what's going to come from it because life is life is really supposed to be about pressure 
Like, you got to think about childbirth. That's a painful process. Right. The end result is new life. So mm-hmm. you kind of got to go through it for you to be able to come out anew. So this, in many ways, is like genesis in a yeah. sense because it's like you got to get down to the fundamentals and um, really lock in on what you what really matters to you and not be ashamed of it. That's There we go. Yeah, there you go. Yep. Yeah, you can't be ashamed of what you really want to do in your heart of hearts. Mm-hmm. Let that guide you. It really is just walking out there with, with faith, bro. And then after that, shit just starts materializing in ways you didn't even think. So yeah. I see this whole thing as like, it's giving people time to be able to really lock in, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? And be with themselves and be yeah. still. And mm-hmm. All that, the timing of all that is crazy. Yeah, literally it, domino effect. That for me, anyway, after, after I turned twenty eight. Yeah, it, it's it's interesting, man. Because one, number one, dude, you just dropped so many gems, dude, that I think um, everybody should hear. Right, like is figuring out a way to, or I ain't gonna say figure out, because figure out means that like we're forcing that to happen, right? But like, yeah. I think that um, the quarantine definitely is is making. You either going to be afraid of it or you're going to like figure out or you're going to not sorry, not figure out, but you're going to um, maybe like see something different in it. You get what I mean? Like so it like I guess the thing that you figure out is your perspective. Right. So, um, you know, from my my, my um, perspective at the very beginning, dude, I was afraid. Uh, I was nervous to be around other people. I was afraid to go outside. Um I, I didn't know what to do. I, I felt like as a, as a business owner, as an artist, that like no one's gonna buy anything during this time. Uh, no one's gonna invest in anything in this time. Um, and the fact that I thought those things, those things became true, right? Like so, n- like no no bites on any 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 projects I'm working on or um, not going outside because I, I, I definitely need the exercise. So like you know, it's only so many pushups you could do. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, you like you 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 know. You have to figure out like, well, what what am, what am I going to do in this time? And so me me being you know with Alejandra, like she's a very free free spirit person. Like she's a person like she's always thinking about like uh, she's like like law of attraction person too. So whatever you think that that's what's going to happen. So she's right. like, you know what? Like this is a good time. You know what I'm saying? Like there are people out here that that are still willing to invest in like you know like want art and buy things and. And that are prospering during this time. You know what I'm saying? Her brother was saying the same thing. Daniel was saying the same thing. And so the more and more I'm hearing that, because at first I'm like, man, I like the mass majority of people that I'm thinking of, they're like, nah, I'm not doing that. But the thing is, like, if I'm thinking that, then those are people I'm gonna attract. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm gonna attract people that are thinking how I'm thinking. You know, and so, you know, I got to a point, you know, where I was just thinking, like, you know, during this time in the quarantine, like I should be doing something that I didn't make time to do or uh, I didn't feel like I had time, right? Like, I was telling myself, I don't have time to work on this. Like, I got to do these other things. I got to get some bread. I got to get this bag from from doing these other projects and, and trying to negotiate contracts and stuff. And so, you know, now it's at a point now, dude, like, all I've ever wanted was peace. You know what I'm saying? I just wanted yeah. like, peace. You get what I mean? Like, peace and you know, uh, now I'm appreciating going outside more. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I've never ran like for real, like in my neighborhood like that for real. Like now I'm running like damn, like like this this actually a little bit better. You know what I'm saying? Right like, shit, bro. right. You you start yeah. you start like uh, appreciating things that that we all took for granted. You know what I mean? Like 
um, and um, or you know, like yeah, you just kind of think about that. And so it's very interesting that your process for your stories and things like that have changed because you simplified it, right? Because me, 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 we were talking about that simplification and stuff. I was like, man, like he, he's right, dude. Like, you know, and one, one thing Alejandro and I did, like every year we'll be like, all right, what what is our goal? Right. Like we'll, we'll think monetary. But but then again, we'll think like um, we call it like our three big fish. What are the three big fish we're trying to do this year? Right. So, you know, and I think that's a way of simplifying things is being like, all right, I want to sell original like original artwork. Uh, I want to do big, big, you know, corporate um, commission work, things like that. And maybe like like you know slowly start a new business or something like that you know and so everything that like I've been doing is like if I feel like I'm like wavering off of like um, those three big fish I'm like damn like those are small like just like you yeah posted something um, with Louis Farrakhan talking about manifestations of like you know and he, he talks about the steps you know but if I'm like working on things that mean nothing right or like or I'm not really that interested in them but I feel like I should do it because. I, it's just a thing to do It's like I don't want to do that Right Like It, it means more to Focus on like The simple The simple reason As to why Why are you doing What you're doing You know what I mean Like um, And it, that's impressive dude Like And I, I I congratulate that I commend that You know what I'm saying Like finding that um, you finding that um, That happy medium In a time where people Could easily veer Into like a negative Um um, mindset and like uh, beliefs and everything versus like you know a lot of us are like some of us are really just kind of like you know what man like I'm gonna find another way you know yeah man it's we gotta be uh, what's, what do you call it Resume. you gotta be like you gotta be like water you know what I'm saying yeah. so like um, be like water be adaptable know that you're gonna survive cause that's just in your nature mm-hmm. um shit and when you simplify bro it's like it's really just about being kind to yourself yeah you know what I'm saying? Like, there's so many times where, like, I would look at my peers, like, my closest friends, man, mm-hmm. like, seeing the shit, seeing what you be doing out here, Mojo, and it'd be like, man, nah, I'm not doing enough. Well, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. I can't. I'm a writer. I, really, I'm converting even more to a writer. And so, like, I can't showcase a lot of that stuff, bro. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, right. you can't. You, just, you, know, you know, most people see, you know, they might see photos of me or they might see me like goofing off on, on Instagram, but they don't see that like those are my breaks. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Like I'm actually I spend every day either writing or I'm do I'm researching things that I admire that like um, I'm trying to figure out like how they uh do what they do. Like I was just watching some stuff on One Piece like maybe two hours ago before you called me. Yeah, yeah. Because like, there's a that is a be able to craft an epic like that yes. for that many years is a whole nother level of like storytelling. So, Absolutely. But no one sees that. So right. I I was like, man, that means I, was like, I can't focus on that because that's not making a livelihood. That's not um, people can't see me doing things and yada yada yada. But I stopped giving. I stopped caring. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. That's not vindic- It's not vindicative of my success, nor is it vindicative of my um, my growth as an artist. Right. I know me better than I know any, than, than anyone knows me. So I know I know what I'm doing every day, mm. and I take comfort in that. And therefore, I'm just coming in with a different kind of energy now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, when you simplify, bro, you just be kind to yourself, and you mm-hmm. don't be ashamed of your ambition, your, your ambitions, and let alone the life you live. Yeah. Now, 
keep it a stack. I don't make bread like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm still, but I still got the sauce. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. Just because I'm getting, I'm more in tune with me. I'm there getting more go. in contact with me, like yeah. what what God put in me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Definitely. We have everything we need, really. So it's just about getting in tune with that. There you go. Like that alignment. Doc. It's crazy because, I mean, you know, like with, with Instagram, you know, it's like, uh, I mean, I, I post the projects that, you know, that I'm working on and like what's happened and things like that, you know, and uh, I, I'm definitely one thing I thought about a lot was uh, you, you kind of touched on a little bit, but definitely sharing that. Uh, like I like to call it the ugly process, dude, like when it's like not beautiful, doc. But like you kind of don't want to share, but it's like it's it's getting there, and um and, and just like like being okay with that, being comfortable with the uncomfortable, and I think that's another lesson that mm. the, that the uh, quarantine is definitely teaching, you know, um and, and yeah, bro, like everything you're saying, man, is is just it's, it's spot on, man. Like for me, um the quarantine has, uh, and and I definitely want to ask you this, man, because I yeah. I, I think that. It uh, it's very relevant for right now, man. Like, and I'll share mine. But like, what do you, what do you think the quarantine can do positively for like creatives? Like, what, what, what? How can this like enhance a creative? Like, how can the quarantine do that? It can. Um, it's the hyperbolic time chamber. If you really look at it, facts in many ways. Um, it can make you more focused. It, bro, it can do a lot. Like, there is beauty in there's beauty in isolation at times. Cause like, you have cause at the wild man, all you got is you. This is the this is the most alone I've been mm-hmm. since like, and I'm only child, right? Yeah. My mother used to be at work all the time. I come home, I go in the house, I do my homework, and then and then I was homeschooled at one point, so I was always at the crib. Yeah, dolo. Yeah, so. I'm kind. Of, I'm used to it, but even then, this is another level of alone. Like I am by myself in Harlem. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, there's mainly because I've been on this road of just trying to get more in line with me, so I can feel better about myself. Yeah. Um, but because of that, there's a stillness. So I think with artists, they can really look themselves in the mirror and say, "What are you about, bro?" Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, what what do you what are you really about? What do you care about? If money didn't matter, if you weren't able to make bread, which most people can't at the moment, what what would you be doing? Mm-hmm. And that's what you probably should be focusing your energy on. Like, it's like and not being a scared, not being afraid of it. I'm yeah. gonna say scared. <laughs> it's yeah. Not being afraid of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I think that's one thing, man. I think you can get real creative because you have to start really observing what's in front of you. You know what I'm saying? You gotta. Um, you take what you have and you build off that you, you know like I think that's just life in general and I think it gets you back to the fundamentals of like understanding what this whole thing is about yeah and also I would hope man being able to tighten up on like faith bro and that like that lofty idea you have that shit that costs like trillions of dollars to be able to do mm-hmm. the one that requires you to have connections in higher places yeah you should probably lock into that because yeah. you truly do not know how things manifest bro like yeah. and I think it will I think this is a good time for BOS to be this is a good time for us to become less fearful and just cause you don't have a choice you yeah you have no choice 
You don't have a choice. You don't know how long this is gonna last. I heard niggas talking about till August. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, dude. I, like I, I heard, I, bro. Like it, like it changed every day, and I think that this, you know, I, I, I would, you know, first of all, like that. That's an awesome answer to that question, dog. Like because I think that it, it really. Um, um, outlines like what what you can do, you know what I'm saying? Like during this time, I I think uh, you know it's really important to understand that like this is a time to that idea that million dollar trillion dollar idea. This is time to make that deck. You know what I'm saying? This is time to make that pitch deck. Like for me, I'm I'm like honing in on my children's book. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm honing in on that story right now. You know, and like uh, like I've actually put painting to the side for a second. You know what I'm saying? Like, to actually do that. You know what I mean? And really just focus on that and uh, surround myself with other people that are thinking in this this higher vibration. You know what I mean? Because at first I wasn't. You know what I'm saying? Like, to be to be frank, dog, like, I was like, I didn't know what to do. I was just like, I'm just stuck. I'm just sitting in the middle of the floor. Like, what do I do? You know, but it's like life still goes on and things like that. And, and this is definitely teaching me for real, like, how to, like, uh, face my fear and also face my fear of uncertainty. You know what I'm saying? And those are two big things for me as, as a person and a man and, and an artist or whatever. Uh, that's how I, um, th- those things like has always uh, paralyzed me sometimes. And so now it's like the fact that like I had to like get myself out of the house with, with the with the um, the cheerleading and, and support from Alejandro. Be like, you can't go outside. You know that you can go outside. Like, it's not it's not scary to go outside. Uh, the fact that I started like running outside, like, damn, okay, it's not really that bad. You know what I mean? Although I got to go to uh, Target and grocery store with, with, with gloves on, you know what I mean? But, yeah. So, yeah. I, you know. Kind of the immune system. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, boost yeah. that thing. Uh, but so, yeah, you know, um, but yo, um, Jamal, man, thank you again for your time, man. Uh, this, this this podcast, you know, I, I really hope that it helps people, and I really hope people like really listen to the things you said because they're very, very profound, man. Um, from from a wise twenty eight year old man, you know. Uh, and where can people um, reach you, man? I appreciate that, bro. And again, man, you're you've always been a huge inspiration on me as well. Yeah, I've always appreciated the love you've shown, man. It's always unconditional. Yeah. And uh, yeah, man, keep doing your thing. Um, shit, my um, best way to reach me. I'm always on Instagram, so my Instagram handle is at the real Crow Jones. I also have a website that's um, it's called Studio Mercury, and uh, it's M E R K U R R I. I I probably spelled my own thing wrong. Damn. It's all good. Um, we'll, we'll have it in the thing for you. <laughs> I in the minute block. Yeah. <laughs> And if you want to look into my first book that I published, it's called Army of Orange Harvest. It's on Amazon as well. Nice. And um, yeah, I think that's all my plugs. Yeah. All right, man. My brother, man, thank you so much again, man. Thank you all for tuning in. We'll have all that information at the bottom. Uh, everybody stay safe in this quarantine time and just know that this peace is good. This, this, this unfamiliarity is a good thing. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, I uh, hope to see y'all on the other side, man. All right, peace.